This is Shana, and we're your high priestess for this evening. And welcome back to Wine Spirits and Witches on audio and YouTube. So now you can listen to us and you can see us. There's been so many times that we have just been ridiculous and did something so funny, and it needed to be captured on camera. So that's what we're trying to do. Um, Except Monica still. Just does some really amazing shit off camera too. There was this moment where she was trying to pour her a drink because she was like, I got Bailey's. Ricky gave her a fancy glass with ice and then it poured like a couple drops and she went, oh, the cow ran dry. Yeah, the cow is dry. <laughs> yeah. And that would have been so good on camera. Mm. But you know what? You guys can all imagine it. We're just exercising everyone's imagination. There That's all. There you go. So uh, what you drinking, Monica? I have to settle for Modella because I'm out of Modelo. Modelo. I did the feminine version of Modelo. There you go. There you go. <laughs> Cheers. Cheers to everyone. Hey, what the hell? Thank you. Cheers. Cheers. Let's pour it the right way. You might get a good burp out of me now. Oh, yeah. That would be really good, huh? I mean, you probably get out of both of us. Beer mm. does that. Okay, yeah, there's there's something about a really nice, crisp beer oh, yeah. on a hot day. <sighs> and after a long day... It's good. It hits the spot, doesn't it? It sure mm. does. It yeah. sure does. So I want to give a special shout out to our newest member of the Patreon Coven, Jan. Hi, Jan. Thank you for joining us. Welcome, welcome. We hope that you and everyone out there in Stragland are enjoying all of your extra content and the shenanigans and the cocktails and the between the cracks and the between the butt cheeks. Everything else that comes along all with of us. It. Yes. <laughs> the whole enchilada. So yes. Tonight, we actually have a special um, request for the episode, and this was requested by Jason. So thank you for request requesting this. Why did that sound like such a weird word? Request. You know, sometimes when you say words and you, like, you say, like, you kind of have, like, a weird stoner yeah. moment with it, right? Yeah, you're like, what the hell? Did I say that word right? And what? Yeah. It just sounds so weird, you know? I just really struggled with that one. I really did. But yeah, request. He had a request uh, for urban magic and urban witchcraft and what that looks like mm-hmm. and um first of all we know jason we have met him we've had pizza with him he is darling and i love him yeah that was a great great time it yes. was mm-hmm. it really was um and i i actually had to stop and really think about this and i was like oh urban magic well I'm, I'm gonna have to really think on this and i'm gonna have to look stuff up and then you know what you didn't because I realized I had to stop and be like, wait, we're urban witches. We are. We are. Like, and I was like, well, maybe we're not urban enough. I'm like, we live in Los Angeles. Like, that's a, a pretty urban, big more city. How can you get? Yeah. yeah. I mean, we've done witchcraft in Manhattan. Like, I think we, yeah. we can cover this. So I yeah. had to, like, really think on that one for a minute because I was unprepared and then realized how prepared I actually was. Yeah. So I got a couple interesting things because I tried to go beyond what we normally talk about because I realized I'm like with us being urban witches a lot of what we're going to talk about normally would be urban witchcraft right yeah I would think so yeah so I had to try and challenge myself to go a little bit beyond that okay and I think I came up with some cool stuff okay so the first thing that I want to talk about is the forest of the city 
Okay, and I mean, sometimes you can actually find a lot of trees and plant life in cities. People don't think so, but that's kind of the whole point of Monica's Between the Cracks segment on Patreon that you do. Right, yeah, because you'll be amazed what grows in between the cracks. I mean, just walking down the street, the most amazing things just grow. You just have to be aware and look at your surroundings. Yeah, you have to just... And isn't there an app now, too, that you use to help identify plants? Yeah, I have I have that app. It's called PlantNet, I believe, and you take a picture of the plant, and then you post it, and then they, like, do their little research, and it comes back within minutes, and they give you the percentage of what they think it is, the highest and to the lowest, because there's a lot of plants that look alike. And it's called PlantNet, yeah, N-E-T? Yeah, PlantNet. I think that is a really good one, and I think about that a lot because you have it, and it's really handy because I it feel is. like almost every time we're together, we find something, right? you know? Uh, but you always see lists of, like, oh, apps for the modern-day witch to have, and it's always, like, a tarot card a day or some, like, astrology app, and don't get me wrong, those are cool, right? but there's, I never really feel like there's a lot of plant recommendations yeah. for apps yeah. on there, so that's a really good one to add to your kind of, like, digital book of shadows, so to speak. It's really yeah. good. And I think it's good for you because, there, like I said, there are so many lookalikes, and you want to yeah. make sure that you're using the right one and not a poisonous one in your magic or like or in your ingesting yeah Yeah. so that's really really important so this is very true yeah i'm trying to think if i've ever done that not the eating poison part but like Like finding poison or mistaken something for something else and be like oh and then had like a big oh shit moment yeah you know trying to think of that it's pretty easy some plants really really truly look alike and it's a little scary like queen queen anne's lace and um yarrow I mean, there's some that look really similar and, yeah. you know, you know, yeah. in, in hemlock, a poisonous yeah. hemlock looks just like, yeah, Queen Anne's lace and it's like scary. And you see that all over the place in um, Oregon. Like when I went to Oregon and I think when we drove through Washington, we probably saw that oh, too. I'm it sure. just grows everywhere. Yeah. yeah. Which, that's a really pretty weed to have though. I don't think we get weeds that cool, yeah. but that's well, just, I, I mean, don't know. One time I found um, Belladonna growing. Really? Yeah. Here? Yeah. Yeah. Who'd you kill with it? It just appeared in my yard one day. So. It just appeared in her yard and someone that was bugging her just disappeared. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So. Well, and the thing that I thought about when I was thinking about like the plant life in the city and using plant identifications and stuff like that is we all know that Monica loves Lily of the Valley. Yes. Which and is highly poisonous, by the way. Is it? Oh, yes. it smells so nice. It too. does. It's just amazing, but it is poisonous. We were in uh, New York uh, two years ago now. No, last year. Whatever. It doesn't matter. We were in New York, and we were in the city. We had just got done seeing Lady Rhea, and we walk across the street, and Monica goes, it's fucking Lily of the Valley. And she was so excited, except it wasn't blooming yet. It wasn't blooming. It was just the first little leaves coming out. Yeah, but she saw it, and she, she identified it. So I guess that's one thing I will say is even as an urban witch, Know your plants. Know the plants in your area. Because even in New York City, Monica found something just growing there. And she knew what it was. And that's how she would have known how to harness it it energetically. Which I think I asked you in the video. I was like, what's it for? You're like, I don't fucking know. I just love it. Yeah. I. Which is good enough for me. Yeah. All I know is it is poisonous. So. And delightful. Smell it really good, just don't eat it. But isn't that interesting how it just lures you in with that amazing scent 
And you know, like it's like kind of like danger. Um, how all the like brightly colored animals are all venomous, right? Yeah, exactly. So crazy. Good for them. Yeah, right. Well, mm. the forest of the city that I actually wanted to talk about isn't a forest at all. It's actually the buildings, ah, the really old established buildings. And if you're in a city with a lot of skyscrapers, some of them may be very, very tall ones. And it's a little challenging because, especially like in Los Angeles, I feel like it's really hard to find old buildings. We don't get old here because people tear it down and build some ugly building on top of it usually. Yeah, yeah. But once in a while, you can find an old established building. You can always look for historic landmarks. And the thing is, is because when we think of the forest, we think of the old ones, right? We think of the trees. We think of the old spirits of the trees, everything that they've seen. Well, when we're looking at these buildings, especially the ones that are historic landmarks, the ones that have been there, they're kind of that equivalent for us. They have been there. They have seen it. Some of them are probably older than the trees that are planted along the sidewalk. Right. All right. So you, you have those to work with as far as like the spirit of the forest goes that's the spirit of the the forest of the city of the concrete mm-hmm. of the concrete forest and you can use that uh for grounding is one thing if you're walking down the street you just got done with the job interview you just had a really bad day something like that you're near an old building just stop and put your hand on it and take a breath and just let that ground you or talk and connect with the spirit of that building and just like, you're going to look like a lunatic when you do it. But you know what? That's all right. Maybe people will just leave you alone. Do you know what else old buildings have sometimes? They have amazing, Ghosts? No, amazing gargoyles. Yeah. They yeah, are the they do. guardians. They are the watchers. I mean, that is so magical. Absolutely. In New York, there's a bunch of them. And some, you know, I have seen gargoyles here on some houses in California. And I'm always like, oh, wow. Okay. I know what, what that that house is all about. You know, what I've seen recently, because uh, I work in Beverly Hills now, and so I drive through, like, Benedict Canyon and Mulholland and mm. Beverly Glen. So, all, like, the, for those of you that aren't from Los Angeles, I drive through, like, the really rich, bitch, bougie areas up in the hills um, that I'm probably too poor to even drive through. <laughs> um, but one thing that I've noticed about some of these houses is that I don't know if I've seen any gargoyles per se outside of them because you can't really see the houses. You just see like the privacy hedges. Yeah. But a lot of them will have statues of animals outside of them. I've noticed I've seen one that has a statue of a gorilla. Oh, wow. Yeah. I saw one that has a couple statues of deer. I think there's one that has a statue of a bear. Wow. So there's different animals that are outside and these are different houses that I'm seeing and one, it's like even like above the wall. So it's just like as you look over like the privacy wall, you just kind of see. I think that's the one with the gorilla. You see the gorilla like peeking over. It's like watching over the whole property. Wow. Well, that's a guardian. Yeah, that's what I think. And I wonder if that's why it's actually there or, or what the reason behind it being there. But that's what I always think. I think he's kind of just guarding the property. Right, right. Yeah. And you know what? I have seen on in Burbank actually on... um. What's the name of that street? Buena Vista. There's a, I turned my head the other day and there's this big horse. It wasn't a real horse. It was like a metal horse. And I'm <laughs> like, what the hell? It's huge. It looks, it's lifelike. And it's in someone's front yard. I don't, you know what? There's a house that we go to for rituals once in a while. And on that street in the front yard, there's like a statue of a cow. Oh, wow. And like, if you're just like driving past or walking past it out of the corner, I, you might actually just 
think it's a cow. Wow. Yeah. So you've seen it. It's on the street of the manor. You've just probably never noticed the cow. Oh, probably not. That's probably yeah. what it was. <laughs> probably not. So, yeah, so that's, I guess that's another thing. Yeah, gargoyles, weird Um, animal statues, things of that nature. You can definitely use that. That's a good one. And you know what else is also amazing? Some of the gates they have around these buildings, they're magical. I mean, they have like the spikes coming up and the the filigree. And a lot of them are iron. Yes, Mm -hmm. yes. And, And, you know, what is iron for? It's protective. And grounding. And grounding, yes. Yes, it's protective. It's grounding. It keeps the fey folk out. Yeah. Which, um, I mean, I guess if you're a bank, you might want to do that, right? Yeah, yeah, I would think so, yeah. Well, so let's talk about banks real quick, because that's another one. While we're talking about... the magic of buildings, the the magic of the force of the city. Banks are a really good one, especially old banks or well-established banks. This might also go for businesses that are just really popping and thriving and respect in the community. That might be a good place to try and do some money magic mm-hmm. or get something from it to include into your money magic, things like that. So maybe go into the bank and get a teller slip. You know, mm-hmm. that might be a good one. I mean, what would you think? Maybe some like plants, like some dirt from around it or like a leaf from a tree. You can definitely do something like that. Or if you're making like money powder or something and something like that, that you have to discard and get rid of, you can go take it to that bank and mm-hmm. like sprinkle it around that property. That's mm-hmm. what I would do. Work with that energy. Mm-hmm. And what about the churches that are around? Oh, yeah. Some of them are very old I love when you see one that's just super old so that it's like completely out of place with everything else around it. And you're like, what? Like that one in New York. I can't think of its name right now. It's that gorgeous cathedral just like in the middle of all the skyscrapers. Right. Yeah. Yeah. You know what city had a shit ton of churches? Denver. Really? So many. Not just like little like churches that look like houses. Like these really big, beautiful churches. Mm Mm-hmm everywhere it kind of surprised me i wasn't expecting that imagine what energy they hold you know there's a part of me i'm like yeah let's do magic there and then i'm also like no No. i'll probably burn yeah (laughs) yeah like yeah but i mean i've gone into catholic churches to get holy water before and i know i guess you can buy it at some places but like i mean i needed like a lot and uh, I went there with my friend and we just straight out just brought a pickle jar and like took just the lid it. and just scooped yeah. it and yeah. put like the bird bath things that they have. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know what they're called. Like, you know, the holy water bird baths. Yeah. I felt like I was robbing the church, though. Mm-hmm. It felt very weird, which made it funny, but also terrifying because nuns are scary. And I was waiting oh, for God. one to like chase us out with a ruler or something. But do, do you notice the holy water in a church has that like vinegary kind of smell? That's because everybody's sticking your fingers in i wonder how they do it now because of uh, like covid protocols oh God, do they know. just like squirt you with a maybe, squirt maybe squirt you just gun? Like, maybe it's like you pull something in the shh. <laughs> <laughs> wouldn't that be the best way to do it right it's like pull the string and it goes shh, and, it, and, it, and it squirts you and the holy shower <laughs> yeah oh i mean Right? It's another invention we can think of. Here. The holy shower. Yeah, well, um, yeah. Felix is going to get baptized soon, so that'll, you know, we can try and get it ready for that. Well, can we sidebar real quick and just tell everyone the story about how I got Vinny in trouble with that? I can build on that, by the way. Okay. Okay. So, um, Vinny, Papa Strega, gave me a reading when he was in town. It was super awesome. So if any of you guys are local to LA and want a reading from him when he's in town, please hit us up because we can help you with that. It's really rad. Uh, 
and one of the things that he said at the end of my reading was he's like oh your son needs to get baptized and I said oh well he's already had his wickening I don't have to worry about that and he's like no 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 no, a real baptism and I didn't say anything of it and now I'm like okay you know what I gotta do this Vinny said so I gotta get it done so I'm trying to like get it all prepared and I was talking to Monica on the phone I think it was yesterday yeah and I told her about it. She's like, well, he's already had his wickening. She did the wickening. Yeah. And she's like, why does he? I'm like, well, Vinny says he needs a real one. Real one. Okay, Vinny. Like, we're what we did wasn't real. Hello? She's saying it very nice now. That's not how she said it over the what phone. The, what the fuck did I say? What the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I called, and then it was even funnier because it looks like the date that everything's kind of being set up for uh, for the baptism looks like it'll be on Vinny's birthday, which was funny. Serves him right. So I called him to tell him, and he's actually going to be in town, so I love that I'm going to force him to be at a Catholic church for his birthday. Uh But then I told him, I was like, oh, yeah, I got you in trouble because I said that, you know, you said it had to be a real baptism. He's like, well, I just said that because, you know, that way it'll just make your mother-in-law happy. And I was like, you motherfucker, is that the only reason why we're doing this? Like, I've gone just for that. Like, I thought there's some big mystical purpose. (laughs) I was like, no, the Bob allows that he has to get baptized. We got to do it. And that was it. Yeah. And then he's like, like, oh, well, I mean, and he starts trying to backtrack and give me some, like, <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think we actually did figure out that there is a spiritual purpose that was required for it, but I don't think that was the main motivation of it. So anyway, the whole point is now Vinny's uh, in the doghouse with both of us. Right. If you're watching this, Vinny, we love you. Get back to the doghouse. Yeah. Woof, woof. Woof, woof. <laughs> so that's what I have on just like the the forest of the city and the how to kind forest. of, yes, the cement forest, how to work with the buildings of the city, how to just like go make friends and build relationships with the spirits of these buildings and of these places. And it doesn't have to be all of them. It can be just the ones that call to you. Right. Exactly. What you got? Well, you know what? Living in the city, some of us live in apartments. They're really small. There's no earth around them usually there's not a yard that is attached or anything like with trees so what you need to do is you need to bring that into your household and it's simple you know they have those beautiful uh planters that have all the little side things that come out that so you like, can the, oh, like the little shelves almost yeah, that yeah. kind of hang out the balconies and you can put in there all different herbs and grow it right in your kitchen, right there in your kitchen. I've done it before when I didn't have a backyard space. So you bring the space into your house and then you have all your magical herbs right there in front of you and kind of nurture them and take care of them, of course. But that's one way of bringing that nature into your house. You don't have to stop at just herbs, though. You can do houseplants have magical purposes and stuff like that as well. So learn learn your houseplant magic. Yes, absolutely. absolutely. Well, they say by putting a jade plant, you know, the jade plant, the big succulent ones, right? Back east, they're small. Here, they're like trees. It's amazing. Yeah, they're huge. But they say if you put one in front of your uh, front door, it'll bring money to you. Yes, money and luck. There you go. Mm-hmm. So get your jade plant, put it on your I'll front door. I'll give you guys one more. Uh, spider plants. Also, Some people call them creeping charlies. Those ones are pretty easy to, to, grow. to grow. Yes. They, one of the things that they're good for is friendship because when they're happy, when the plants are happy, they give little offshoots of little babies. Yeah, they right? do. Which mm-hmm. would be good for fertility magic, I would think. I think so too. But if you take one of those babies and you root it and then you give it to someone, it's said to bring a blessing and a bond to that friendship. Oh, that's so sweet. Isn't that sweet? I like sweet. that. I'm one for giving away aloes because, you know, aloes 
not only are they magical because, you know, they help with a lot of things, right? Aloes, but medicinally, you should have one in your kitchen for burns. You just poop, pop one off and, and uh, rub it on your burn. Um, and they Sunburns too. Yeah. Works really well. And when they grow, they have little offshoots of little babies as well. And I've given away a lot of little babies. I always ask someone, do you have an aloe? They're like, no. I'm like, oh, you need you need an aloe. Let me bring you an aloe. And I brought many people an aloe, and now they're huge. I remember reading once that aloe, if you put it on your altar, it brings spiritual protection. Oh, wow. Okay. So I feel like that would be really hard to grow one of the... I mean, you never know. Aloes don't need as much sunlight as people think they do. They don't. Yeah, they don't. so you might be able to grow one... At least for a little bit on on your altar because they do get very big. They do. But, but if you have an outside altar too, though, like really good to put there to bring protection to you mm-hmm. and to the property. Right. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. So that's one thing yeah, you can do. So, yeah. I have another really fun one that you can do. Um, and this is with public transportation. And I almost want to laugh as I say this because I don't believe in public transportation. I hate it. I say that because... In L.A., the public transportation here is terrible. Slow. It is so bad, which is the first reason why I hate it. But I also hate it because I attract fucking crazy. (laughs) I attract crazy so hard. (laughs) It's just, and and so does Monica. So one day we decided that it'd be (laughs) smart to take public transportation together. And I think about that now, and I'm like, why the fuck did Ricky let us? What's wrong with him? I don't know. Did he know? I mean, he had to have. I must have said something. I don't know. I don't know. Well, that was a lapse in judgment for everyone involved and in the know about it. Uh, Monica ends up making friends with some homeless guy on the way home who was convinced that she and him were my parents. (laughs) That That was insane. That was insane. Yeah, yeah he was and then like, he handed you a prescription bottle full of something, and he left. I was like, okay, here we go. Crazy number two. I mean, so um, I just, again, like weird shit like that happens. So I try and tend to avoid public transportation unless yes. I have a babysitter with me. Um, also one that hopefully is directionally inclined because I am not. But things that we can do with public transportation. If you want a really wild, weird time, you just take a ride with me and Monica on the subway. <laughs> yeah. We'll make it happen for you. Oh, yeah. Um, but you can also use it to get rid of things. Oh. You know, you want to, like, get rid of some energy that is, like, feels almost, like, staticky, your anxiety, whatever it is. Go go hop on the train and just leave it there. Think about it and just, like, leave it as you go. Just, like, leave it on the train and imagine that train just taking it and then you get off and it just goes with it. And you just well, that's you not let it go. very nice. You're leaving all that negativity for the people that are on the train. I'm sorry. Are you fucking telling me that it's, like, good energy up in these <laughs> trains? I'm sorry. What? Oh, my God. Uh-huh. What? Yeah. I wasn't done yet, but you go ahead and do what you guys got to do because it's not like we're leaving it at like a fucking church or a daycare. It's the goddamn subway. Okay. All right. But still. The other place that you can do that with is at cemeteries, but I feel like that's a different episode completely. Yes, 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 yes. yes. Another thing that you can do with public transportation um, on a nicer note okay. is you can also write little wishes or blessings on pieces of paper or bay leaves. I like pieces of paper for this because I want them to be like intact and you can tuck them away in the seats or different places where people will find them and you enchant it as you write it and fold it so that when whoever it is opens it, they get that, that blessing. They get You both get that blessing. That's sweet. I mm-hmm. like that one better than the other one. All right, caca energy. <laughs> 
So you can definitely do um, the I wish need one. To drink on that one. Yeah, I was gonna say you haven't really drank in a minute. Here we go. I think you should have one more drink so you get nice and goofy. Okay, just one. More. Just one. What about you? I don't know. Hers kind of sounded like it had some heft to it. So yeah, yeah, it anyway, uh, on that same note, though, you can use your technology. And when I say use your technology, I mean use your TV, your phone, your microwave, any tech that you have, your computer to kind of help amplify things and almost use them like affirmations. So first of all, you can text message affirmations or email them to yourself, to someone in your coven, a witchy inclined friend that you have as a way of like bringing that and amplifying it out there because like the radio waves and the technology angels and gods have to like take that shit and move it right and so that means that you're taking that intent and you're moving it outward and not just that whoever's opening on the other end it's showing that your wish is received the affirmation is received and acknowledged so you can use that as a blessing very similarly you can kind of put your hand on like a telephone pole and kind of put whatever intention you need out there so that the wires take it with the with it Mm -hmm. and kind of let it go there so use technology to your advantage you have to get creative with it but it's definitely possible Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. do you have any other like little switchy you know um pets pets for instance my cuban witch friend marisol used to have a turtle and uh, that used to just walk around her apartment. And she said, this is this turtle like cleanses the space as it walks around. Oh, I love that. Isn't that cool? I really that, like that. That little, little guy, little box turtle, he just would walk around free. I said, what does he eat? Whatever he finds. Okay. But that's what she said, that he just, <laughs> that he cleans the, the space as he walks around. All right. I like that. Yeah. yeah. Um, well, on animals, even though we're in the city and we definitely don't have all of the cool wildlife as someplace that like I'm sorry, Florida has fucking kick ass wildlife, even in like the, some of the city areas. They got some cool stuff. Uh, but even when you're in the city, there's still wildlife there. Pigeons are fucking cool. I don't care what anyone says. Yes. That those is, rats with wings are uh-huh, cool. They are. That's what Ricky calls them too. But hey, man, they're powerful. They are. They're message they're, bringers. They're message deliverers. They're you know? way they're, smarter than people want to give them credit for. And they're war heroes. Did yeah. you know that? They have been war heroes in the past. Think about that. They're resilient. Yeah. I and mean, they show you strength in numbers and community. Right. And survival. Right. So that's a really good one. Mm-hmm. You know? I think so. Yeah. 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 And there's a lot of like, we have a lot of ravens here. Yes, Squirrels are a really big one. So you got to think about what your urban wildlife is. And once you can kind of identify it, then you learn their energy. You learn what the message is. You're going to go get Ted Andrews book, Animals Speak and Animal Talk. And you're going to go figure Animal it all wise. out. Mm-hmm. Animal wise. There we go. And you're going to just get it all figured out. You're going to learn about them and the messages that they carry and the energy that they carry. And if you're lucky, they might even give you a feather. Yes, yes, mm-hmm. that, and that's very magical, yes. And a way for you to connect with them and bond with them is to feed them and support their environment. And there's actually a lot of cool people on TikTok now that talk about that in different ways that you can do that, which is super cool. Right, and you know that you know that ravens, ravens and crows, ravens are, and crows, they recognize you. Yeah. They're very smart. They recognize you, and they, you know, that I think that's cool in itself that they, they recognize the same person. I think that's amazing. Yeah, I think that's really cool. So you can definitely still work some animal magic in the city, most definitely. And I feel like it's a special bond too because not everyone in cities and more urban areas are nice to animals. So when you can build that relationship, it's, it's really special and it's really sweet. So that's definitely something you can do. Yeah, absolutely. I have one more 
good urban witch tip for everyone. And that is don't forget about your simple daily rituals, like enchanting your coffee. That is my really big one right now. I love putting ground cinnamon in my coffee before I brew it. So that way my coffee has the hint of cinnamon, which is good for just fast paced motion, which is perfect for coffee. It's good for mm -hmm, anything fiery passion, sexy time, monies, all of those things. Um, I'm also a pumpkin slut. So sometimes I will just use pumpkin spice Mm. and put that in there. And the big joke that kind of goes around online now is if you really look at all the constituents that go into pumpkin spice, it actually is the perfect protection spell. Mm -hmm. So know your, know your, spices and what complements your coffee or your tea well and turn that into a daily ritual don't forget to color coordinate your makeup and your clothing for either the planetary days of the week or whatever your intention is charge up some jewelry with special intention and wear that accordingly and if you're a musician you could start your day by hitting a certain note which i don't know off the top of my head which corresponds with each of the chakras like and then you can just play that note if you want to stimulate your crown chakra or your throat chakra your heart chakra i like that that's yeah. a good one it is a good one and mm-hmm. you know you can incorporate that in your music and every time i teach my candle magic class i incorporate that in it for the musicians if there's anybody's musically inclined when you're doing your magic you can you can play the songs in the key of g or e or whatever like that i like that a lot yeah. i think it's that's pretty cool a really cool one yeah it is really cool uh, I'm just looking over my notes. So also going back to like your unwanted caca energy, um, mm. maybe this one's a little bit nicer since Monica disapproves. Uh, you can also leave it in abandoned buildings. So that's another one. Just don't go in the abandoned building because yeah, there um, might be a boogeyman. Yeah. Or of unwanted things in there. Yeah, exactly. But you can also leave your, just like throw it as you go. But don't forget sigils, amulets, talismans. Those are all very easy ones that you can always work and put into things. I've seen people draw them on the bottom of their shoes. Mm -hmm. Uh, I see a lot of people put communication or like return to me sigils like in their phone case to try and protect their phone. Right. Different things like that. I think we actually did a spell of the month on Patreon. Right. That way with like it was a phone spell that Stephanie gave to our listeners so there's a lot of different things as far as that goes get creative because once you kind of tap into that flow like the possibilities are endless and you can do that anywhere and don't forget living in in the the city or like anywhere though uh clean your space where you live because clean space clean thoughts clean mind and that's you'll be thinking a lot clearer and a lot cleaner no caca energy up in this no, bitch no no real Mm-mm. seriously because if your house yeah, no, is seriously uh, you know i i'm freak out if there's if roommate leaves dishes in the sink i'm like don't you want to freaking sleep tonight clean your dishes because you know it's just like clear that's how it's going to be it's going to be clear so it's very true you too. yeah it's it true. true and it's very i am usually such a neat freak but i work so much and i have a tiny human and it's hard and it's it is so hard. hard and but it's one of those things that i i have noticed that my thoughts aren't as clear my energy isn't as clear and it's just because like i feel like when i come home and it's time to unwind you can't unwind when you're thinking about the dishes that need done right like the laundry that you gotta fold so just yeah keep your space clean it keeps you clean absolutely right yeah it's true i like it do you have anything else for our urban witches and you know the feng shui thing you know the way you situate your furniture and where you place your bed they say never to place your bed so it's facing out the door because that's the way they carry you out when you die. So you never face the foot. Of, you know, you never I face never the heard that one. Oh, I, yeah, I, big time. I will not ever 
You'll never see my bed facing the door ever. Makes a lot of sense. I've also heard to not put it so that your head is in like the south corner. Yeah. And make sure that there isn't a mirror that like faces you while you sleep because mirrors are portals. And so you don't want anything. You don't want to like get lost when you're sleeping and you don't want anything to come in. Yeah. Seriously. Yeah. Watch out for those mirrors. Absolutely. For sure. Well, that's what I got. And that's what I've got. I'm sure there's actually more because now I'm going to be so aware of the stuff that I do. Yeah. You know, and kind of just see what that is. If you guys have anything, depending on the region that you live in, that you want to share, maybe uh, if you're an urban witch too, what do you guys do that you think is very city witch or... If you're a country witch or a swamp witch or just whatever region that you're in, like, what kind of magic do you find that you do that you think is special to your area because of, like, what's around you? One one last thing. Did you read last week, we're talking about the animals of your area. Did you read last week there was a bear in freaking Burbank? You know I don't like bears, Monica. I, I know, but like what the a hell lot of things. Burbank? Come on. Well, yeah, there's there's hills and oh, stuff. Oh my god. I mean, I in just Monrovia, like, they like go in like chilling people's swimming pools. I know. They, it was in someone's like jacuzzi. Uh, go figure. Him. Burbank, right? I think I actually saw that. I didn't know that was in Burbank. <sighs> yeah, it was. Mm-hmm. Well, yep. Good for him and don't let your dogs out unattended. Exactly. Yeah, that's Or your kitties, for sure. Yeah, yeah, no kidding. Well, you really shouldn't do that anyway cuz right, we still exactly. do have hawks and owls and coyotes here yes, too. Yes, we do. So we sure do. There is that. They're they're turning into city dwellers. Too. Like I said, city wildlife. There you have it. There you go. Apparently yeah. we get to add bears to that now. Yeah, crazy. I if I ever crazy. see a bear walking down my street, I'm never leaving the house again. <laughs> it's scary. Yeah, that's that's a scary one. No it kidding. Is. It is. So who's your shout out? My shout out is to all those Leos out there having birthdays this month. Space Daddy for number one. Oh yeah, happy birthday, Space Daddy. Yeah, we it's love coming you. Coming in and Linda from the from the stores having her birthday too. Oh, is she a Leo too? Yeah, of course so she is. Many her. Leos, <laughs> so many Leos around. Tracy so, Brown. Tracy Brown, one of our favorite Leos. Happy birthday! Mm-hmm. So I'm just wishing all those Leos out there happy birthday. Happy happy birthday to all of our Leos. And who's your shout out? My shout. I had to think about who I want it to be, and I've decided that I want to shout out to Stephanie Dahmer's mother-in-law. Oh, okay. I she's been a guest on the show and shared some of her wonderful magic and her inspiring story, but she's also just awesome. I've seen her a couple times recently in class and at rituals, and every time I think of any kind of Bob's Burger reference i know the only people that will understand it are her and ricky and mm-hmm. i love that and i think she's magical and fabulous and she is my uh my doggy my dog's mother-in-law wow and that's that's an important person to be yeah there you go <laughs> so shout out to you stephanie i love you and shout out to everyone that is listening don't forget to go visit us on youtube don't forget to hit subscribe we love you. We will see you soon. If you have any suggestions on things you would like us to cover, like how Jason requested we look at this, please email it to winespiritsandwitches at gmail.com. Don't forget to send in your stories and your questions as well. And we will see you next time. Merry meet. Merry part. And, and merry meet, meet again. again.